2: about you ready to go does it matter not really if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going
1: one
3: two three Ah. graffiti is probably the most physically demanding sport how so
2: It's uh, Los Angeles' tough sport. It's its toughest sport. You know, you got to climb up
3: billboards, run from cops, cholos, and other than that, probably rugby.
4: You
5: gave it your best, but now it's time to say goodnight. Let him go, Nancy. Gail, you came back. Oh, look, it's the arts and crafts counselor. Still looking for a husband? Right now, I'm only looking for two things. A class on how
6: to make your own paper mache pencil holder and an ass to kick. And it looks like I missed a class
2: on how to make your own paper mache pencil holder.
3: And now, warning, do not confuse any
2: lightheartedness in the following video with a glib attitude toward the problem <laughs> at hand. Our feature presentation.
6: Morning, everybody, brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Thursday morning, the 29th
0: of August. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. If today is the 29th of August, mm-hmm. that means tomorrow is our annual celebration of National Cover Song Day. That's correct? Yeah! which this, this is something
6: that didn't exist right we're just trying to well trying to I make think, it
0: exist i mean i think i think dave did some research and could not find anywhere that there was a national cover song day and it seems like there should be there's so many
6: national what fill in the blank days that are worthless yeah. mm-hmm. that's a good one
0: I yeah, like I think it's a it's a good one to celebrate because there's so many great cover songs that we rarely get a chance to play, and the uh, audience seems to enjoy it. I think this is the third year we're, we're yep. doing it. I yep, think yep. so. Tomorrow, all day long on the Kevin and Bean Show, we will be playing nothing but cover songs. So I guess one of the reasons I wanted to bring that up, besides to make sure you're you're with us tomorrow, is to say we are looking for your requests mm-hmm. for a K Rock cover song that you'd like to hear. And you can leave that on the AFRO line at 323-520-AFRO and let us know what we should add to the playlist for tomorrow. So is it on the 30th or is it on the last Friday before Labor Day? I think... I mean, we need to I figure mean, it out early we, because Halloween's
6: you. really going through it.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I don't remember what the first what the date was the first year we did it, but then it ended up... That date ended up on the weekend for the last two days, so we just did it on the Friday because that was okay, the closest so. day to when we were working. So it might be September first. I'm not sure, hmm. but we do it on the. We'd be it a on... lot
6: easier to do it the last Friday, you know, the Friday before Labor Day. Because sure. then you could always celebrate it on during that, the week. Yeah, that's that right.
5: Day.
0: Yeah, we yeah. could.
7: We could have worked this out
0: before.
6: Yeah, sure.
5: <laughs> <laughs> sure.
0: Well, I'm excited about it. I already have a bunch of songs that I'm uh, really excited about uh, hearing. Things that you just don't. We don't play that much. So yeah. So should be a fun show. All right. Um, it's been a while, I think, since uh, most of us have had uh, roommates that we are not related to. But it's a thing that a lot of people have to do and find a place to live and look for compatible people. And I you know, there are certainly some some broad strokes of things that make you incompatible with somebody. If somebody's a early bird and the other person's a night owl, you know, their pets can be an issue. Certainly things like smoking or drugs can be an issue. This uh this guy in Sydney though is up on uh Facebook looking for some roommates. Okay. I'm currently looking for four to five people to join me in starting a share house that maximizes happiness and success. Okay. I I believe that Australia is a wonderful place to live with so much potential to create a thriving society, but currently there is an evil monster that's sucking away our potential, and his name is Instant Gratification. I'm already out.
7: Instant I gratification. Agree 100% with them, but I'm not living with them. <laughs> yeah, this, there's a thin line between cult and guy who put up a roommate ad. <laughs> right.
0: uh, it's so funny you should say that, Jensen, because cult seems to be the consensus on this uh, mm-hmm. this ad. Yeah, instant gratification is a pos. Instant gratification is the reason you look up MBA stats and cook cheese sandwiches at 11 p.m. instead of doing the s you know you're supposed to be doing. Instant gratification will kick the living S out of your checklist and your willpower and your motivation. But there's one area where instant gratification loses, though, and that is peer pressure. Human beings are driven to belong in the tribe because being excluded for thousands of years meant certain death. So he goes on and on and on to say he's trying to put together a house where people are all on the same page, where they're not going to waste all their time. I can see why he's doing that. Yeah. He's doing it poorly. Let's see. Okay. Let's see his his checklist of the ideal okay, household sure. of the kind of people he's looking for and let's see how many entries in you're out. All right. The ideal household will have no couch. You will squat instead. How right. dare what? he? What? How dare he? There will be no television in the ideal house. You will okay. ins- you will instead meditate and read.
5: Why do you need a couch if there's no TV?
0: <laughs> I mean, this is awful. Uh, maybe you sit on the couch to read. I'm not sure. No. There, uh, no screaming at others will be allowed. Instead, you will use mindfulness and a calm voice. Hey, that I'm in. Uh, no alcohol. In the house, by the way. Instead,
1: sucks, right? <laughs> instead,
0: you should sleep. You should open up, and you should dance. Oh, God. <laughs> if you don't dance, is there a penalty? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say that. He's uh, building the opposite of a frat house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no noise after eleven p.m. Sleep. Oh, I'm into that. Sorry. Uh, no refined sugar. Instead, oh, you go straight to hell. Instead, you should enjoy refining your skills. Oh nope. man. By the way, I'm wondering uh, if anyone contacted him about
7: living in this house? Yeah, because these uh, are
6: just giant red flags saying, I don't want a roommate.
7: No, these are just, uh, do you want to live in a bummer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is really a...
0: Um, this I think is, Bean would like it. This is not like yelling. yelling. Yeah. Everybody reads. Everyone reads. It a monastery is what it is. a monastery, You go
5: to bed early. He wouldn't, um, he wouldn't deal well with a no TV, though.
0: No, That's I would true. not at all. That's true. Um, no cigarettes. How about mindfulness and exercise? No Wi-Fi. Oh. <gasps> Use public library when necessary. What? He's Amish. No uh, No white light. Get used to the dark.
5: What? He is Amish. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> no uh, frozen meals or fast food. Nutritious stuff instead. This is fake. I
5: think so, too. It's got to be.
7: I think people live like this. I don't mm-hmm. think, I think this isn't out of control. I mean, it's out of control to ask other people to do it with that, you. Yeah, yes. but, I, but I think that people do live like this. So he's looking for like minded people and can't afford his house by himself. Yes, that's he's exactly thing. He's looking
5: right. for how many roommates? Five, five to six? Five, or or five six. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Please. Get you know, a a I picture, you know I picture
0: living like this Ooh. is, that I don't know why his name just came to mind. This sounds like how Henry Rollins probably lives.
5: You have never watched any of his Instagram videos.
0: Oh, that's true. I haven't. (laughs) No. He's so good on Instagram.
5: Yeah. But
0: doesn't he seem like a guy who would be extremely disciplined and not waste a lot of time and just be serious about himself and his life? No? Yes, but he's not as serious as everybody thinks.
1: Yeah.
6: He's got a great sense of humor.
7: I see this more as like Sting. Do you know what I mean?
6: Yeah, but Sting doesn't seem like he'd be so hardcore to... No. Lay into sex.
5: I think of this as Brandon Boyd. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Not a bad I guess.
6: feel
5: like we're all just naming people. We are. Now. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, it does go on and on, believe There are it or more not. rules? There there are more, yes. Seven oh, pages. my God. The uh, the comments include, part of me wants to move in just to see how it all unfolds. The rest <laughs> of me believes it's the beginning of a cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the general consensus is, this man sucks, and I hate this so effing much. So I don't know if he's going to get much reaction to that. But, uh, hey, if it sounds like someplace you'd like to live, Buy a one way ticket to Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. So now we have to fly ourselves there? Well, nobody's going to pay that's for yeah, you to fly to Sydney if it's,
6: yeah. it's a cult. I'm just saying. Yeah. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Beach show, shall we? Or here's another idea that's going to be very controversial. You could shut the f up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, on the program today, Lana Del Rey wow. will be joining yeah. us in the seven o'clock hour. She rules. She's delightful. New album comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Nice, pretty exciting. Uh, get up on this with Jensen, mm-hmm. which we do on Thursdays. Uh, Kobe versus Shaq. What? What century are we living in? Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of talk going back and forth. Uh, are Bean you made- going to refight the Civil War next? What's happening? Why are we digging up old feuds? Good reference, that's a good one.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Uh, Bean makes his guess, and we have uh, our feature fruit. What's up? So we're going to do that
7: this morning. <laughs> that's going
6: to be very contentious, by the way. I mean, I got that's going to be
7: rough. Honestly, I yeah. think it's going to it's going to set party lines.
6: I think so. People laugh it off as if it's nothing, but it's, it's something. People, it's very
0: important. I, I mean, mean, the peep.
5: Nuts what's up, it Teared a nation apart. It, it really was changed rough. everything. Yeah.
0: yeah, and don't get me started on these watermelon people either. By no, the way. Me, same.
5: So okay. Pascal,
1: what's up?
6: <laughs> That's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
0: Hey, Ally McKay.
5: Hey, Bean.
0: What's going on with your own self?
5: Well, this is kind of fun. You're at the University of Texas, you walk into your class for radio and television film in the fall and you look at your teacher and you're like, is that Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, yeah, it definitely Hmm. is because the Moody College of Communications at the University of Texas has announced that Matthew McConaughey has been appointed as a professor of practice.
4: All right, all right, all right.
5: Here's the thing. He had done um, some visiting instructing in 2015. We was co-teaching a script to film class. Oh, I was all getting ready for this. Yeah, he's the main teacher. You guys, what really? The university says that McConaughey has developed the UT's course curriculum, which provides a behind-the-scenes view of each stage of a film's production. How fun would that be I would to love learn that. from be someone? Great. uh, Let's be honest, has an Academy Award. He knows what he's doing. He's been in a ton of stuff. And he earned his film degree from that school in 1993.
0: He is uh, Texas through and through,
7: by the way.
5: That's
0: oh. a man who will never, ever not
7: live in Texas.
5: He's an icon. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. He, he, like, sits
7: on the bench at basketball games, at UT Texas games. They let him sit there. And he, really? Yeah. He's basically like the Drake for the Toronto Raptors of the UT basketball team. But
5: he only likes that team. He doesn't like whatever team's winning.
7: <laughs> or little girls. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: oh, true.
0: I want to say uh, something controversial about uh, Matthew McConaughey. who's oh, had no. a uh, fantastic uh, oh. career. I still believe. That dazed and confused is his greatest performance.
5: It, wonderful in it, uh, he but I feel like
7: great in it. That is a hot take. Though. Yeah,
5: I feel like he was just kind of playing himself in that. I'll I feel say like that's uh,
7: most of the time. Can I throw True Detective out?
0: As that's, I think that would be my yeah, runner-up. He was, mm-hmm. he was phenomenal in that.
5: Yeah. Time to kill.
7: Good Wolf movie. of Look. Wall
5: Street. Uh, none of us have named uh, what he won the Academy Award for, oh. which was Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, right. That's oh. an intense movie. He's just been great yeah. in everything. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess what we're saying is we like him and we wish that I would take we were that still in college.
7: Yeah. And also, like, remember when he got arrested for, like, playing the bongos naked? Yes. That would be the best college friend. That's what you wanted a college professor. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. All right, all
7: right, all right.
5: Remember when that was weird news?
7: (laughs) And Daddy just said all right weird? Yeah.
5: That and then he was just naked playing the bongos.
7: But saying all right weird was news. Yeah. Like, what a different life we live. We sure do. (laughs) We
5: sure, sure do. Uh, This is awful news. Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank is mourning the loss of two people after a boat. Accident over the weekend. Oh no. This was up in Canada and his boat. Crashed into another boat. He said, late Saturday night, I was a passenger in a boat that had a tragic collision with another craft that had no navigation lights on and then fled the scene of the accident. I am cooperating fully with authorities. Um, Apparently, his uh, wife was driving the boat. She took a DUI test the night of the accident and passed this, according to his reps. And then another person on his boat received stitches at the hospital before being released. But, yeah, yeah. Tragic boat accidents. Yeah, you don't hear that a lot. No, not a good situation.
0: You can't be out at night in the water without lights on. No. You just can't.
5: Somebody's going to run into you. That is a uh, very savvy analysis. Okay. And exactly what happened. (laughs) You guys, Ed Sheeran is going to take an extended break after this marathon tour of his. So he had the last stop of his Divide tour earlier this week. And he told his fans, it's my last gig for about 18 months. He
7: has to count money.
5: Here is what he wrote on Instagram when he was reflecting on his experience. He said, 9 million people... 893 days, 46 countries, 175 cities, 260 shows, 268 touring crew, 19,000... or I'm sorry, 193,265 miles traveled, two broken arms, three marriages, four babies. What a wild ride this Dubai tour to has been. Now? Yeah, that's the end he was just making stuff up.
0: Now, will his... Um Spot under the bridge still be available? You think somebody you else has moved in by now? Are
5: a horrible human. And also, um,
7: didn't they get the ring back?
5: He doesn't have again, to go out is, on that journey. He's not uh, Gollum by any means. Mm. Um, he is a, a human man.
7: And Rick Moranis is eventually going to have to answer as to what he did to him.
5: He did not shrink down. He uh. is a he is an actual human, not a troll. Owns multiple homes. He hmm. doesn't live under a bridge.
0: Have the other elves had to keep making? He the does cookies not without make
5: him? cookies in the goddamn tree. And Santa has to be like, where's Ed? He is not an elf. He does not make toys. You guys are all from hell. He's such a delight. (laughs) Remember when we found out that he bought all the properties around his one home because people were complaining that About his noise? music was too loud. Yeah. He's like, "Why don't I just buy your homes? That's Beat pretty it.
7: strong." Yeah, but those houses are so small.
5: Oh <laughs> my god, they're and, huge and houses. Honestly,
7: how much do you have to pay a Smurf? They don't even need money.
5: Again, not a Smurf either. Mm. You guys, he's a real—he's a human man. I agree
0: to disagree. Okay, all right. He is the last munchkin alive, by the way. He is.
5: From Wizard not- of Oz. I don't true. know if you guys know going that. going down not. the brick Road. He <laughs> is a, a full-size human. Granted, the smaller than most.
7: Rest in peace the whole guild.
5: He is alive. So, oh, are all the Lollipop guild? They're all dead. I think they're all dead at this point. Oh, give us a call if you're not. No, don't call, in. no? don't call in. Okay. No. Some birthdays for you: from a glee, Scream Queens, a bunch of other stuff. Leah Michelle, Carla Gugino. How lovely is she? She's great. She mm. is wonderful. Remember when she came in? She smelled really good, too. I don't remember what she hmm. smelled like. Oh, the schnoz I remember. all right. Uh, And Chris Taylor from the Dodgers, and that's what's happening.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K -K. K K-Rock.
0: Kevin, you're going to take us back to the early 2000s, I assume,
5: for this story. not really. I'm just
6: going to take you back to very recently when Kobe did an interview that were supposedly Kobe and Shaq are now feuding again because Kobe was on stage. So I had the audio of Kobe being interviewed. It was at a life insurance convention? A.K.A. something sure. where he makes millions In to Vegas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, George W. Bush was another speaker, Yeah, that by makes way. sense. Yeah, so they pay a ton of dough. So they're sitting up on stage, and he's interviewing him. He's not a sports guy. He's not an NBA guy, nothing. And he's talking to uh, Kobe about Shaq, and he's talking to Kobe specifically about his work ethic. Who would
2: Shaq be if he had your work ethic? He'd be the greatest of all time. If Shaq had your work ethic? He'd be the greatest of all, greatest all time. Greatest of all time by Sure. He, he'd be the first to tell you that. For sure. I mean, this guy was a, a force. Like, I have never seen. I mean, it was crazy. So now he goes on to list things that I think, knowing Kobe, for him, are positives about Chad. <laughs> he did not care. He was mean. He was nasty. He was competitive. He was vindictive. I mean, he was, yeah. I wish he was in the gym. I would have had fucking 12 rings. He had the work
7: ethic. Oh my God, yeah. We ain't be close. Are you it's a, a weird a, clapping. Are you applauding the diss or It a is strange. <laughs> Trying to figure out where the compliment or the diss
1: is. The
6: first thing I want to point out is he's, I mean, he didn't count seasons and he's not for real saying that they would have won 12 championships. He's just saying if Shaq worked harder, mm-hmm. yeah. things would have gone a lot
0: better. And if they and I hadn't think that's had... true. I do too. Yeah. And if they hadn't had that feud to the point where Shaq demanded to be traded too, right. they would have stayed together a lot longer and it would have been more of a, a Jordan Pippen situation where they would have, you know, created an even bigger dynasty. But in right. real life,
7: they are I think the greatest guard center combo of all time. Wow, that's even, a whole different even category. with e- maybe even the best pair of all time. I don't know. I mean, I know Jordan and Pippen clearly had more uh, more rings. More rings, but I, I, I do think they were this most exciting... I feel like
5: Stockton and Malone had better shorts. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah. Let me say this also, because um, I, I'm not doubting what Kobe is saying here, and it sounds like Shaq has admitted as well that he didn't have the same work ethic as Kobe, but very few professional That's athletes have have had the work ethic of Kobe Bryant. No one does. You know what I mean? Yeah, so even if Shaquille O'Neal had slacked off a little bit, Kobe would still be giving him a little side-eye here, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like Shaq even slacked off even more than that, like, to the point where he wouldn't even stay in shape, and there's really kind of no excuse for that if you're a professional basketball
7: player. Yeah, but isn't there like, isn't there something to be said about having a personal life? Like, Kobe Bryant admits to having no friends and stuff like... Yeah, of course. He clearly was a machine that I don't think anyone really wanted to be. So when Shaq has fun and becomes a spokesman for, like, stupid hemorrhoid cream, (laughs) that's... <laughs> That's because he's an exciting personality that Kobe doesn't have. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something to be said about that kind of like balance. I agree. In your life.
0: And Shaq can, you know, blow off steam in the off season by putting on a rap record or making yeah. a movie or something like that because, yeah, you're right. It's a little more, round, you know, grounded way to live. I, I suspect that Kobe, the day after they win a championship, is back in the gym yeah. the next day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
6: And that's not what any of us wants to do. <laughs> no. We want to see him do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it
2: continues. I don't what care, do you bro. Listen, me and Shaq talk, sit down all the time and I say, dude, if your lazy ass is in shape. Thing. I hear you saying all the time and he oh, takes I, it. I tell him all the time. I'm I'm asking this question for a different reason. The fact that you say the work ethic side, if he would have worked that hard as I did, do you think if he would have had the same level of commitment to the game as you did? This is where he ask your question, B. You guys would have had fewer feuds between each other? Yeah, because, I, listen, I don't, I don't deal with people that don't commit at that level, but then act as if they do. I don't deal with that. I don't. Like, we, we, we used to get into stuff all the time because it was like, he would say, okay, Kobe's not throwing me the ball. And, you know, media would take it and run with it and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, well, bro, if you were in shape, by the time I run down on a fast break and run back and then run down, you're still coming down the first time, bro. <laughs> like, what the hell do you want me to do? Right? So a lot of our contention came, came from, from that. that, came from that. And even though he was older, you were still f-
7: confronting him. You didn't. You didn't care. Oh, I didn't care, man. Okay. Day one, I, can you I knew for can you sure. hear can you hear the excitement in the interviewer's voice? That he's he, trying to act like he's not excited, but he knows this is going to get picked up everywhere. Yeah, of course. And he's just like a corporate speaker.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And even though he was older, you were still f- confronting him. You didn't. You didn't care. Oh, I didn't care. care, man. Oh, listen. Day one, I, I knew for sure. Rick Fox, my teammates, they all thought I was absolutely crazy. The day me and Shaq got in the fist fight. I'm
0: sorry, what? <laughs> I don't think I heard about
6: that. I'm sorry. Did you say fist fight? Wow. Uh, by the way, I'd pick a Shaq in that one all day. Sure. You don't get in a fight with Shaq. It's no. crazy.
0: Yeah. No, I feel like uh,
6: I feel like Shaq could palm Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> he probably could. It's the only way Kobe would not want to compete with Shaq is in a, in a fist fight. But then he doesn't really go on about the fist fight, although he does talk about a situation in uh, Phoenix when they were playing the Suns, and Shaq was young, and Kobe wanted the ball inside, and Shaq wouldn't, I mean, uh, Kobe would not give it to him.
2: Mm-hmm. Fist fight. Oh, I'm not backing down. Listen, either you, you want to whip my ass, or I'm a, we want to have a night. But, <laughs> <ain't> no, know, <hey, laughs> this is all coming back to me right now. It was also a game in Phoenix my first year we were playing, and <laughs> he kept posting up. But they kept fouling him, so he kept going to the free throw line and kept missing him.
6: By the way, this is my biggest complaint about Shaq. You I love Shaq. You hated it. But this is something that kids can do on a playground. It's the only thing they can do is make free
1: throws.
7: Listen,
6: in Anyone his defense. Anyone can
7: make free throws. In his defense, centers across the board
6: have problems with free throws. And anybody that tries enough can work free. Their they hands are too big.
5: They can make BS. Their mm-hmm. hands not are too it. big. I'm
6: not buying it's it.
5: It's hard.
6: So they're in Phoenix. <laughs> he's getting fouled. He's shooting free throws, and he's missing. Mm-hmm. So what does uh, what does Kobe
2: do? And so he throw the ball out to me. I'm not throwing that back in there. Right? <laughs> so I kept shooting him, right? So we get in the timeout. And he's like, Hey, hey, uh, hey, I'm open. I'm like, Okay. And so we go out same thing. come, hey, hey, hey I'm open. Okay. There you go, <laughs> come back in. Hey, dude, you got to throw me the ball. Said, Man, that get it off the rebound. If I miss, bro. He <laughs> told him this first year, 18 years old, man, 18 years old. <laughs> I must have been out of my damn mind. I mean, that's what you love and hate about Kobe. You love mm-hmm. that he wants to have
6: the ball. You love that he wants to shoot it. Also, he didn't pass a lot. But then, in his defense, I always thought this. He had players who he would pass it to and they wouldn't make a shot. Mm-hmm. I'd rather Kobe try it at that It was a really difficult situation, I think. But then Shaq responded on Twitter. You would have had 12 if you passed the ball more, especially in the finals against Pistons. Hashtag facts.
5: Ouch.
0: Mm. <laughs> But it sounds like this is good nature.
6: Yeah, but but it still is.
7: But they still poke each other. They poke each
6: other. I think it's in good nature, but I think there is a base frustration with each Mm -hmm. level that's always been there, Mm -hmm. and it's always going to be there. Then Shaq says, you don't get statues by not working hard. So then Kobe responds, don't get it confused. Because Kobe's saying all the media is trying to whip this into nothing. He's into something. He says, don't get it confused. He was still the hashtag MDE, most dominant ever. And then Kobe added, despite what some people want to believe, he said, There's no beef with me and Shaq. I know most of the media want to see it. It ain't gonna happen. Ain't nothing but love there, and we're too old to beef anyway. Hashtag three Pete. And then Shaq responded, which what what I thought was the best tweet of the entire thing, which is it's all good, bro. When I saw the interview, I thought you were talking about Dwight
7: meeting oh, sure. Dwight Howard. <laughs> which by the way, is the easiest place everyone can meet. We all hate Dwight House. Right, we can all agree on that.
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
7: Bean makes us guess. Bean
3: makes his guess, yeah.
0: Ooh, ooh. Brr.
3: Bean makes his guess, yeah. Who gets penis slapped? Bean is a dick.
0: Pretty dope, man. Brr. Just want
7: to tell ya.
0: I am the dumbest human that ever lived.
7: Now it's time for Bean makes
0: his guess. Let's talk to Omar about some of the... the oh, it's We did. We, all we, all we talked last right.
6: week. Open. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, we yeah. we don't asked don't him last the... week and he said it's all good. Doesn't need anything.
0: <laughs> just doesn't seem appropriate I mm. um, you guys uh, there was an article on uh, Rock.com last week that we mentioned uh, briefly about the red and the hot and the chili and the peppers right who have been a band since the early 1980s and have been touring mofos and Setlist FM put together as they do by the way for all bands it's a great website to know they put together the most performed songs over their career of the red hot chili peppers the songs, that, songs. Yeah, the songs that they have done the most times. So this is an unusual B makes his guess because you already know what number one is.
1: Got, got
0: got, got your- that is their most performed song. They have done that song 933 times in concert. And by the way, you wonder what sometimes why artists don't want to play their greatest hits. Can you imagine? Yeah, but every
6: stop, that's what people want to see. People want
0: to see it, yeah. Almost a thousand times they've done that song. So that's number one. So what I thought we'd do is fill in the rest of the list. So you'll get a point for numbers two through 11 this time since we've already given you number one. So that's the topic here. The most performed Red Hot Chili Pepper songs in concert. And Kevin, as usual... We go to you first. you, yeah, you can't kiss. say that word.
5: Kiss. I can't, wow. Kiss. Wow. I can't believe
3: you just. Kiss. This. You literally just made old man Ruben jump four feet, <laughs> and <laughs> sucked.
6: my kiss was wow. Like, wow. Uh, it's
0: it, it's a great guess because it is number eleven on the list, yes, so you I get got a point. One. And it is, uh, it is Kiss. Uh, just kiss, that's, that's what I, I said, make sure Kiss. Is, yeah, okay. All right, Kevin. I thought I've never wow. thought I'd say these words. Kevin is on the board, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> Beer mug, you're up next. First
3: of all, I wasn't aware that our radio station played the Red Hot Chili mm, Peppers. It's a surprise to all of us. You. Once
0: in a great while, mm. we'll pull one out. I'm going to go
3: Under the Bridge.
0: Under the Bridge, ladies and gentlemen. I feel is number two. I their right. second most performed song ever. But what a difference from Give It Away. 933 plays for Give It Away under the bridge, seven hundred and forty. Oh, wow. Which surprised me a lot. Remember All right. they
6: played when you and they played no songs anyone had ever heard of? I sure do. <laughs> Deep Pats yeah. the whole time. That oh, was I fun day. I thought you meant when they didn't awesome.
5: perform. They played no songs. <laughs> that, <laughs> was, that was
0: another time, right? It was a different time, yeah. Uh, Allie, this is unusual, but it's one-to-one going to you.
5: Yeah. Uh, Californication.
0: Number three. <laughs> Number three, well done. All right, Kevin, can you repeat?
6: Tell me, baby, one more time. (laughs) Um, You mean
5: hit me?
0: No, tell me, baby. Tell me,
5: baby. Oh,
0: Oh, just tell me, baby.
5: Hey, I said it!
0: It was uh, a a great guess. It is not in the top 20, believe it or not. Not even in the top 20, but good guess nonetheless. Kevin is playing, you guys.
5: He is. He's Uh, in it to win it. mm
0: -hmm. Muggsy.
3: Snow...
5: I'm In
0: sorry. Snow was number 17 on the list. Oh. Not a bad guess, but not a point. Alan K Uh
5: what about when they do a cover song? Oh. Roller Coaster, i love say what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's a good one, but no, not on the All list. Right. Uh
0: I'll say no more. All right, uh Kevin. Bone to squeeze. You don't mean soul to squeeze. Soul to squeeze.
1: Please. What is? I got what is on, That's what I mean. What soul. is on Kevin's soul.
0: mind today? Soul. That's
1: Squeezing two, bones.
0: That is two penis-related mm. guesses already Let's today. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, soul to squeeze was number 15. Number 15 on the list. Good guess, though. Nonsense. Uh, Mugs, you guys are missing a lot of Red Hot trying, Chili pepper songs you know. that we play a lot.
3: From the Conehead soundtrack... Scar tissue.
5: Oh! Dang it, that was my Scar tissue. A girl with Number
3: five. The wow.
0: Number five. So have we gotten one, two, three, four, and five? I, I don't know. You're so. keeping track. I believe I'm so. really not. I'm not keeping track. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Allie. Uh, Danny California. Danny California is a great guest, but... Number 12. All right. Just outside. Just outside. Yeah. All right, let's go around one more time. Kevin, your final guess, please. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. stop,
3: stop.
0: Number six. Thank you. Number six. All right, Muggs, your final guess. Higher Ground. Higher Ground is another great guess. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Number 13. Number 13. Very close. We're missing a lot. What are we missing? Four in the top ten? Allie, your your final guess. I'm out. You got no more songs. No. Uh, Anyone keep track of the score?
5: Uh, (laughs) Mugs Mugs has two. Kevin has two.
0: We're tied. You're tied. Why don't we go one more round? Kevin, round. I think Kevin would rather take a tie (laughs) (laughs) than go for a win. Here's here's some of the songs, by the way. Some of the songs that did not make the top 20 include Aeroplane, Dark Necessities, Zephyr Song, Adventures of Rain Dance Maggie. Those did not make. Uh, uh, Soul to Squeeze, I mentioned, was number 15. Parallel Universe was number 14. Then Higher Ground, Danny California, number 12. Suck My Kiss, number 11. Around the World, number 10. Around the World. Ah! Other Side, number 9.
6: Other Side.
0: Uh, Right on Time, number 8, which I think is probably the most obscure. Then Me and My Friends, number 7. Number six, can't stop. Number five, scar tissue. Number four, did anyone say, by the way? Yeah. No. By the way. Uh, number three, Californication. Number two, under the bridge. And mm. number one, give it away. So we'll declare this one a tie. This has been Bean Makes Us Guess.
3: Bean Makes Us Guess, yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey,
0: it's Thursday. That means Jensen's here with Get Up On This.
1: Get up on uh- this.
7: This week is Labor Day weekend, right? Correct. We are so excited to have this extra day off from work. We will be off air for a couple days, which is a good feeling for us. Mm -hmm. But boy, that's got to be tough on the listeners. They don't have anything to listen to. You know what I mean? I think they're fine. Yeah, I think everyone's (laughs) going to be okay. (laughs) No, it's going to be a nightmare. right. That's what we mean. It's a nightmare. It's It's going to be a total nightmare. I hope no
5: one um, decides to do anything harmful to themselves. Because
7: they're going to be missing broadcast (laughs) professionals. (laughs) <laughs> but I have to get you up on two things okay. to listen to while you miss us. All right. First up, with the lost... Oh, this noise.
5: I mean... Don't get up on making a sound they just drill soundstage. during the segments? Or Oh, my all gosh. All right, here we go.
7: With the Clippers now being a NBA top three team, right? Yes. These days, if you're a Clippers fan, you don't even know what this is like. This is all new territory for you. You're used to absolutely dismal years of an owner-slash-racist-slash-garbage person, Donald Sterling, but a new podcast... Is making sure you don't forget about those times. Oh, no. And it is (laughs) really great. It is. Tremendous! It's 30 for 30 podcast through ESPN and it has an all new season and it's called the Sterling Affairs. Now, it's yes, the whole season is on the him? whole season. Wow. Uh, this story is rooted in basketball. Let's admit that. But it is truly so much more. It chronicles the life of the former L.A. Clippers owner and his rags to riches story, which has some inspirational moments in it. Mm-hmm. He did become the biggest real estate mogul in Los Angeles history, doing it in a very racist way. Uh, and the turmoil you get into about his downfall as this rich dude, this billionaire. Uh, And it's all done in grueling detail by ESPN senior writer Ramona Shelburne, who is so impressive with this documentary. It is uh, painstakingly detailed, wow. you get into so many things that you didn't know, even if you think you know the story. All I know is worst owner in sports history. And this won't and help he racist. that theory. That's this, all I know.
5: This, uh, him and Marge shot can Marge yeah. like battle for that. There's
7: some other ones hidden, yeah. too. Uh, listen, you follow the story in real time in L.A. as it happened. Like I said, basketball is the backdrop, but obviously this means so much more to race relations mm-hmm. and misogyny and the messed up lives of billionaires, which has only become more prominent since the Donald Sterling controversy. Uh, He saw himself as the West Coast Donald Trump. So much so that he hired a publicist at one point in the 80s to get him covers that said the West Coast Donald Trump. And you won't see that was a specific job for very someone? specific. And you won't see much of a difference between them after you hear this podcast documentary. <laughs> it features interviews with Clippers coach Doc Rivers, former Clipper players like Blake Griffin and Olden Polonies, legendary announcer Ralph Lawler, NBA commissioner Adam Silver, and most importantly, the gem of the podcast, Donald's wife and business partner, the oh. enigma that is Shelly Sterling. Why? Uh, yeah. From, well, that, you hear a lot of those clips. Uh, from his upbringing to when he bought the Clippers uh, to his initial good intentions to eventually running the team into the ground and not caring. As I said, you will learn so much. Even I, as a Clippers diehard, didn't know that Jerry Buss got a loan from Donald Sterling to buy the Lakers. What? Yeah. that's These are wow. all facts you don't wow. know. That,
6: as a Laker fan, will I be interested
7: in this? As, as a – even Is he just a fan of – Listen, if you're a Clippers fan, you'll love how much you've grown. Right. If you're a Lakers fan, you'll love how garbage we were the whole time. Yeah. Well, uh, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't the team. It was just him. It was really <laughs> great, and you'll love it. Uh, and also, when Sterling first bought the San Diego Clippers, right, because he didn't buy it in L.A., uh, he would try to find any possible way to save money. Here's a clip from the podcast explaining just that. I remember one time Donald Sterling asked the coach of the Clippers why he had to pay for the players' socks. Can't they get their own socks?
2: And you know, trying to explain to him, we go through a box of tape every day. Well, can't we reuse the tape? It was always about trying to save money. It's all about, I don't
7: have to pay, make other people pay.
2: You got the feeling that he was just didn't understand the business, was naive about it. Or maybe he knew exactly how things operated and he was just trying to find a way to save his money. I but mean,
6: every one of those things is a tiny, tiny, tiny amount of money. Oh, he don't care. Donald Crazy didn't
7: care. Take. Uh, it gets deep into the V. Stiviano stuff and, and also has a great kind of twist ending. It, it, I'm telling you, this is beyond the story you think you know. All right. And, what does that mean? And, and <laughs> it gets you up to date All right. on where we are now. So again, that is the 30 for 30 podcast, The Sterling Affair, season five. Secondly... Yesterday marked the 10th anniversary of the passing of the incredible DJ AM, who tragically passed away at age 36 of an overdose. And many K-rock artists did collaborate with AM, yeah. right? So most notably, Travis Barker. Uh, but AM was was really the first DJ to become a pop culture phenomenon. Uh, that that The thing we know now where these DJs are sort of like the rock stars of today, yeah. that did not exist. AM was the first person to get that big money Vegas residency that now is almost like the uh, coming of age for a dj uh without him the entire culture would be different right but above all else in my opinion he was the greatest dj of all time we sort of came up together uh in the hip-hop scene and truly i've never had more fun with a dj or cared about a dj as much as i did as uh, with am in the early 2000s so to mark the 10 years Uh, A guy named DJ Kevin Scott, uh, a very close friend of Adam's and a collaborator, released a new mix, an unheard set of AM from 2005 that they recorded together from his house. Now, Kevin has been releasing mixes uh, over the past 10 years pretty frequently, so it's surprising to see that he had one that he was holding on to. He made this mix to start selling at gigs in Vegas for $40 because AM loved making money. Uh, And... It would have been worth it to spend that kind of money. At the same time, he was signing a record deal with Jimmy Iovine at Interscope Records where Jimmy had decided after seeing him at a club, we got to put these in stores. We got oh, to put wow. these CDs in stores. And AM at that point went forward trying to make these unclearable tracks, like from U2 or or No Doubt, these mixes that were never going to get cleared yeah. in stores. And he was going to try his hardest to do it through Jimmy. So this is a mix to get ready for that record deal. 52 tracks, 64 minutes, all turntables, none of it laptop yet, which is now sort of the uh, mm-hmm. cornerstone of DJing. It's near complete, it's not fully done, right? Tons of K Rock music on it, including Modest Mouse, Phantom Planet, uh, Beastie Boys, White Stripes but also in his signature style, mixing in with Jay-Z, Snoop Dogg, Missy Elliott, Prince. It's not mixer mastered, so keep that in mind. They they wanted to keep it exactly how AM did it. It also has a very small never-heard-before-Michael-Jackson part. That might not be appropriate nowadays (laughs) post-trial, but it's a signal of the times and what was going on. It is available now and perfect for your Labor Day parties, okay? It's currently at djamlives.com. We should put that up on our socials as well, at Kevin and Bean, uh, and on krock.com when they eventually put up the get up on this. But it's at djamlives.com. Uh, and you can get that. So, listen. Two things for you to listen to this weekend while your favorite, most important radio show is off the air. Okay? Get up on this. 30 for 30, Season 5, The Sterling Affairs. That's a podcast. I'm not a racist. Okay. And I've never okay. been a racist. He definitely is. He definitely was. Uh, and also, the unreleased DJ AM mix from DJ Kevin Scott. Those are the things to get up on. Get up. Get on
1: up.
3: On this. Get
1: up. Get on up. On this. Get up. Get
6: on up. On
3: this. Get up. this. The Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
0: The New York Times says in the last decade, Lana Del Rey has exploded into one of the most consistent album artists and world builders of this decade, aesthetically presaging pop musics and the world's turn toward opiates and the apocalypse. I didn't
6: understand half of that. I what? don't know
0: what any of that means,
7: but I do know that Lana Del Rey is dope, and we are delighted oh, to Jesus. welcome her back to the oh, Bean Show. I mean, you could not have sounded more like a narc saying dope. <laughs> She's dope. Lana's dope. Hey, Lana. She may be dope, but you shouldn't say it. Okay. Hello, fellow kids. I think it's the point. <laughs> Hello, that's children. Like Did you guys smoke the weed? <laughs> <laughs>
5: so dead
7: already <laughs> i'm over
1: already
6: that's it thanks for coming we yeah. appreciate
0: it thank you <laughs> it is uh it is great to see you. you you seem to be in a in a very good place right now on the eve of yeah. the new album coming out tomorrow you're feeling good i know th- i know all the albums are your babies but this one is the youngest so it's the cutest and the one you love the most it's right? so
4: true i do love all my youngest children the most as they mm-hmm. are first sure put yeah. out into the world
6: yeah you were finished with this album last year?
4: Uh, no. Did I read I, that right? No. Um, no. Well, I, I, st- I definitely started last year, um, like last Jan, a mm-hmm. year, year and a half a ago. A year ago, January. Okay. And then I was pretty much done, I'd say, in June, but definitely putting, putting some final touches on, on it. Is that until...
6: difficult to stop putting final touches on it? It is for me. I would think so. Yeah, you would always be thinking, "Oh, I could make that better if I just did that one thing."
4: Well, and along the lines of being kind of an album artist, you, for me, I do make the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like you know, for instance, like the Abel from The Weekend. Like mm-hmm. he can finish that night and and just put it out the next day. But That's I true. really make physical. Copies, so I have to be done ninety days before the release date, which kill it kills me because mm. I always think of something. Oh, I, great! Yeah, you like, have
7: ninety days. I got to question: Ninety everything.
4: days to think about everything. Yeah,
7: yeah, <laughs> that's brutal.
4: Yeah,
0: is this the first time you work with uh, your producer Jack atmos
4: Yeah, it is.
0: Did you you knew him before? Obviously, everybody in music seems to know Jack. Uh,
4: yeah, I I really didn't know him that well. I had met him eight years ago. Uh, I was, I think, I was coming out of an elevator. He was going into the elevator at um, Emil Haney's studio, who helped produce my my one of my fir- my first albums. You have okay. a lot
6: of good memories. I have no I, eight years ago. I couldn't tell you in a million years well, what happened.
4: I didn't remember either until oh, okay. I met Jack again a year and a half ago, and he's like, "Remember me and the guys from <laughs> Fun?" Okay, we all had our glasses on, and we were like, "Hi, Lana." <laughs> so, <laughs> did you I, pretend to know, or no, did you really remember? I, as soon as he said that, okay. I vividly remember like three, you know, like sweet guys with the glasses being. like, hi. (laughs) We love video games. Because
7: anytime I've ever said that to anyone, I know they're lying.
4: No, I I, I did. You did remember. Very sweet. um, But I had never worked with him, and I wasn't writing when I met him, Mm -hmm. and he was like, if you have a day off tomorrow in New York, you should just come down and let's see what we cook up. And um, And he
0: kind of primed the pump a little bit.
4: Yes. Oh, definitely. He was. He was like, I know I have good stuff for you, which no one ever says because I usually bring my stuff to them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. We were.
0: We've had him on the show a couple of times, and you have? we are so yeah, and we love, love him. him. We're so impressed with him. Just not I'm obviously as a as an artist, as a songwriter, as a musician, and as a producer, but just as a person, he just seems genuinely like so cool and okay. nice but and positive.
7: All, but even with all those things being like Lana Del Rey doesn't come immediately to mind no. when you think no, of yeah. So what what was it that he can to the table with it sort of got you over that sort of pop hump i guess that he's best known for or getting grammys for
4: well i told him the same thing i was like i just you know because i very much do my own thing and mm-hmm. i'm pretty casual in the studio like if if it works it works but um he i i guess the thing that was interesting was we went down to his studio and <clears throat> he played like a little progression of six chords, and without being cheesy, I asked him, "Could I? Ha- can I? Ha- am I allowed to have those chords? They were so beautiful."
6: So he was already in tune with you when you when he
4: started playing. If, if he wasn't in tune with me, he was just so talented chordally that I it, it, it's it's like I just knew that if he was going to let me have those chords, then I. Had literally just gotten so lucky. Wow! <laughs> yeah. Look,
0: sometimes people just click, you know, cr- creatively, personally, whatever it is, and you know yeah. it when you're in the in in, in the right place, at the right time, with the right person, for sure. Uh, the album that we are speaking with Lana Del Rey about is called Norman Effing Rockwell. Uh, First album ever named after a guy born in the 1890s, do you think?
7: That's a great question. Great question. We've all been thinking it. I mean, we've all been thinking it. It He asked it. I've been working on it for months and you just tweeted it out. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. It can't be. The reason I asked Lotta is
0: because, look, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I think most people see that title and they go, okay, this is some sort of a comment on idealized America versus real life America. But Hmm. don't you think that? many, maybe even most or almost all of the people who buy your records have no idea who
4: Norman Rockwell is? Mm, 50-50. I feel like it's one of those names that's kind of like uh, I mean, it's not like Elvis Presley, but it's it's, it's out there. It's out there, yeah. It means more than the name. I would think even people
6: that don't know who that is, they (laughs) recognize the name at the very least. Or at least the aesthetic. There is
4: something familiar about the name. Yes. Nostalgia in a couple words, I suppose, and yeah. then I like the effing in the middle, just, just to, <laughs> just to go
6: the other way, just, just
4: for a to second, to let you know, like <laughs> there's a little bit of a there's a little bit of lightness somewhere in the album, and
7: well, I noticed you were smiling on the cover, yeah, felt that was different, yeah, it, or.
4: or- I'd say like smizing.
7: Yeah, you've smirked. Smizing? You've yeah. smirked. I don't know <laughs> about it. I was watching a America's Next Top Model. <laughs> <laughs> but you've straight up smiled in this one. I mean, and I read it's a bit about like the humor that you brought to the record, but like is that a conscious decision to do that kind of stuff?
4: I found that I was smiling as I was singing, mm-hmm. which I I do sometimes like in my last album when I was singing the um, uh, love uh one, one of the first songs mm-hmm. I put out. Mm-hmm. Like I remember you know, smiling. Look at these kids with their vintage music. Um, so, for the title track of Norman effing Rockwell, you know, it's just the lyrics made me laugh. You know, it's like, Goddamn man, child, you me so good that i almost said i love you you know it's just like i guess i was just cracking myself up why
0: aren't you writing greeting cards <laughs> thank seriously you. that's
4: amazing thank you next for
0: uh, a the uh, the album will be available uh everywhere tomorrow by the way does uh, and uh, on all the digital services but does that also include physical are we talking cd and vinyl tomorrow as well
1: mm-hmm. oh yeah fantastic. great okay. yeah yeah
0: we have to take a very quick break. Lana, you stand by. We've got many more questions for you. Thank you again for coming. It's so great to see you. We'll be right back with Lana Del Rey right after this on the World Famous K-Rock. Thank
3: you. The Kevin and Bean Show. The World Famous K-Rock.
0: And we are sitting with Lana Del Rey here on the World Famous K-Rock. Uh, what was it? A couple years ago you played the Weenie Roast, Lana?
4: I think it... Does it sound right? If it wasn't two, it was two, close three? to that. No, oh my definitely not three. Yeah. Okay. That was your, fun. <laughs> your,
0: people are, your people are passionate, man. They are. It was, it was you owned that crowd that day. So I know it's a little late to say this, but thanks for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's well, our first chance. So.
6: Hey, <laughs>
4: listen, thank you for having me. I mean, honestly, the fact that, like, I don't want to say someone like me, but someone like me can come down and, like, play a show like that for an amazing radio station. Not not in the plan and, and, and super beyond my wildest dreams. Like, it's, it just feels like rock star stuff and... It's it was like a lot for me. I was nervous for that show and of course, I noticed, like, so many of the same kids up front that I see in a lot of the other shows. So right. it was really cool. But yeah.
7: it is cool how much, like, uh, like rock music has sort of embraced you. Like, I'm like when I look at people's Instagram, I, like, don't really care about the photos. I care about the comments. And boy, right. Courtney Love comments a lot on your she photos. Yeah. <laughs> she really is the top of the Lana Del Rey fan club. Have you met, like, have you hung out with her?
4: Yeah, that's my girl.
7: Yeah, you guys are, like, home. <laughs> I've never had a friend as close as you and Courtney Love are. We're homies. All right, based on Instagram alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you both recorded season of The Witch, too. Is that a coincidence?
4: i actually didn't know she recorded season of the witch yeah <sighs> she
0: did a nice job and it's very different from your version too which i'm is sure another great song to check out all right you hit you hit on something that i wanted to ask you about lana because you talked about how it's beyond your wildest expectations playing a show like that and the success you've had in your headline festivals and everything like that yeah i just finished rereading keith richard's uh, autobiography life which is maybe one of the best rock autobiographies ever written yeah i never and he read talked- that it's so great. But he talks about how much he pushed back on the pop star aspect of his job. He's like, look, I don't care about the TV shows, and I don't <clears> care <throat> about the videos. I don't care about any of that stuff. I only want to make music. That's all I care about is making music, and everything else is a distraction for mm. me. Um, you ever have any part of that, or do you love being able to run the total package and make it a multimedia experience for yourself?
4: I really like being in the middle of the mix. I just find sometimes, like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be there, because, like, I don't really know that all that many people. Like, I don't know, like, I think of Father John Misty or, Mm -hmm. like, like... You know the national, or but then I do have friends who you know are super out there, like Ariana Grande, or you know.
7: I mean, you have a song coming out with Miley Cyrus and Ariana Grande. I do. So you are definitely riding the line between sort of being in that scene <laughs> and yeah. not being in that scene. Yeah, we out there. You out yeah, there? We out no, you now. out there? You can't be in the Charlie's Angels movie and not be out there. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, I get it. Have you seen the Charlie's Angels movie yet? By the way.
4: Um. No, we had three clips that we that we got. It to looks see. amazing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Looks- yeah. It's going to be so fun. I mean, we've got, jeez, girl power to the nth degree. I would say. Yeah. It's part of the- Elizabeth Banks directed, right? Yeah. yeah, It's yeah. part of the cool. reason
6: that you don't know if you're going to fit in or not because you sort of create your own lane?
4: I think it's just the sound. Yeah. You know, like, um... How
6: will it mash with everything It's just else?
4: so much slower. You know, sometimes, for instance, like, when I played Glastonbury, you know, I, I was just like, it's going to be a lot of ballads, you know is this, can I get the energy going in the same way, but a different way? Because, like, I'm concerned about the crowd. Like, I want it to feel cool. Yeah, of course. And um, you can't really plan for it. So Mm. I just never really want to be somewhere where, like, like, it's just a different vibe. Is there anybody
6: that you hate to follow that you've followed?
4: I think it's mostly always been...
7: It's like guar, then you mostly, would be a problem.
4: Yeah, Or like well, anthrax, uh, and then Lana. But like, you would be surprised.
7: I'm sure, they're big fans. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I wonder if you want to do that. Like, yo, the guar just had a man eaten by a large manator. Do you want to come out and do Lana Del Rey <laughs> right. songs? No, actually,
4: the first, like, one of the first big shows I ever did, I want to say it was somewhere like Ant- Antwerp. It was a classic rock fest. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm delusional, so I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going to fit right in. I can
6: totally do this. Yeah,
4: it was, I want to say, Springsteen and I think Lionel Richie was there and someone else and my shows have been going so well and this was just right in the middle, a festival right in the middle of the summer and I thought this is going to be amazing and the crowd was like stunned in a bad way because I was We well, don't want to
0: cross those Lionel Richie hardcore stands, man. you got to
4: be careful. <laughs> that they'll, was, com, they'll come at you. They will come at you <laughs> in foreign territory. It was shocking. That was probably my most shocking show where I I reevaluated what I was really? doing. Really?
7: So you walked off and went, mm, no more Lionel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to
0: draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Uh, th- this is the voice of uh, Lada Del Rey. We're talking about Norming F and Rockwell, which is the uh, album that is coming out available everywhere tomorrow. By the way, here's a, here's a fun uh, fact from Billboard magazine. Born to die one of your previous records, Lana, you probably know yes. this, is one of only three women in history. That album, one of you were one of three women in history on the Billboard chart to have an album spend at least three hundred weeks on the charts.
3: Mm-hmm. Three hundred weeks. Yep, I the heard
4: other that. two
0: are Adele for twenty-one and Carol <laughs> King's Tapestry.
4: How about that? That's that amazing. Is
7: crazy. That, that is, is crazy.
4: That is. What is that?
7: I mean, even though you would say, who's Adele? But if I grabbed you as a teenage <laughs> year and was like, you're going to be listed with Carol, like, you know what I mean? Like, you would be like, this is insane. Yes. Like, you wouldn't even come close to believing that.
4: Mm, no, especially because, like, when I was younger, the women I knew who were older, like Carol King, Tapestry, mm-hmm. Joni Mitchell, Blue. Sorry. I mean, I heard that constantly and never really listened to too much of it until I was in college. Um, so, those
7: are like Bibles for like, uh, total for like my, all yeah. my therapists. Like, every therapist I've ever had, those are her favorite albums.
4: Really, yeah,
7: you I know, it's like... like that Meryl Streep character, like the woman wearing no, like the blanket good, top. Though. Yeah, like you they must love...
4: have good, I do, assistance.
7: Numerous, <laughs> numerous help is needed. A so much, it takes a, a it takes a village.
0: Um, we can't let you go without asking because we played it and I, I forgot to say something coming out. But, um, people will be curious how you ended up uh, covering the sublime song that's such a huge hit for us on K Rock right now.
4: Yeah, that's amazing. I'm thank you so much for playing that song. I did that song because the label I'm signed to uh, is producing the documentary about Sublime's life story. Interesting. So they asked a bunch of people to cover um, different songs, and I, you know, obviously said yes and went down, but. I mean I d- I definitely thought about it just cuz I do love Sublime so much and sure. was like it's it's like probably one of the few things I don't want to
6: Oh so you like it enough that you're afraid your involvement might
4: I listen you to You just don't want to have any part I of that. I listen to like a Sublime track probably every day driving I'm just like that makes me feel cool. Yeah. Even when it's in my track listing, I'm like, oh god, it's the coolest one. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's so much California on this album. Oh, yeah. so much California. With, with mm-hmm. that song being Long Beach and then Venice Beach uh, and then the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much California. Yes. Will you live here forever, Lana?
4: That's so funny. Um, yeah, I think so. But <clears throat> I travel quite a bit, so I'm like in Northern San Diego a lot. And uh, You go all the
0: way to northern San Diego? I wow. Do. Uh,
7: what are,
4: that eighty miles is a lot. It in is traffic. a lot, that's true in traffic yeah. for sure. That's, are two, you talking that's two days, right? That's, that's, that's a true. lifetime.
7: <laughs> yeah, she brings like a canteen and a tent. She's, like, halfway <laughs> camps
4: too. I long. I do. Yeah, and
7: long. a sherpa. Yeah.
4: <laughs> all of those things. The
0: songs that we've heard so far are so great. I agree. Best. We're we're so thank excited you. to hear the whole thing tomorrow. And, thank you so much. Uh, I mean, we just uh, we just enjoy spending time with you whenever we can. We love Aww. catching up, and it's nice of you to include us in your very very busy schedule, especially this week. So thank no, I'm you.
4: I'm not Anna. that busy. Thank oh, you. Sure.
3: <laughs> 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 All right. An album. We'll,
0: we'll see you Monday, then.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
6: What? We you already Miss Alana Del Rey? She's gone. Mm-hmm. She left. Yeah. Remember the Lana Del Rey times? I mean, you knew she was going to come in. And she leave. wasn't joining
7: the show. Right. It was I, kind I, of a joke <laughs> at the end.
6: Right. I was hoping. I was hoping. <laughs> She
7: said she had not much to do. She may be coming back
6: Monday. I don't know for sure. Okay. Yeah. I just. I she
7: did on the way out. Go. I'm not kidding. I really don't do much. I, this is a busy day for me, but not most other days. Like yeah, right. she wanted to hang right. out,
0: but. Well, so maybe she'd like to be on the show full time. I mean, seems like a stretch, but okay. Yeah, I think she's mm-hmm. got. We should look into it. Hey, um, I'm glad that we all had a good time, and we're all f- think we're still friends um, because we're yucking it up with Lana. Because we're going to rip this show apart. with need some ground rules. We need some ground rules for fruit. Do. What's up? I know, up. I know. We do no personal attacks. Can mm-hmm. we start with that? Right. By the way, there's no reason to bring up race or religion or ethnic uh, a- ethnicity. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep it. Cl- let's make it a clean fight, you guys. Is what Kevin I'm saying. Kevin
5: Offair was what? like, you peach loving mother effer. And I was like, Kevin, we Whoa. haven't even gotten into it. I don't even like peaches. That's so, weird. F- fruit
0: What's Up coming up just after 8 First Alley's got What's Happening Here on a Thursday Morning.
5: Well, when I saw this headline, I thought, you uh, better send this to Kevin immediately. oh. Boston Market is giving away one ton of mac and cheese. Yeah!
6: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love mac and cheese. What happened? You're yes. right, Do you people? pass I'm okay. out for I'm right. fall over. No, no, I'm good.
5: You love mac and cheese, but maybe not one ton? Um, who could eat one ton of cheese? Well, you one, in about a year. <laughs> one devoted fan of Boston Market has a chance to win a literal ton of their favorite mac and cheese. Fantastic. This is all part of their new rotisserie rewards program, which awards bonus points to big spenders. Here's where I just went, well, no, you're not giving away a ton of mac and cheese because you have to earn 10,000 points. And then once you've earned those points, you could be the winner. Here's how you earn the points. One dollar equals one point. Oh, you have just spend $10,000. Boo. Come
0: That's on, wow. Boston Bogus. Market.
5: F off.
0: I didn't even know that Boston Market still existed as a chain.
5: Oh, yeah, there's a few. Some
0: of them have gone away from my neighborhood,
6: yeah. so I don't go there very often anymore. Yeah, I don't anymore. see them much. But uh, if there's... I'm going to start going, if all I have to do is spend $10,000. 10
5: just go
7: 10 in grand. and spend ten grand on one visit. <laughs> crazy. Here's
3: a tip. Yeah. Yeah. I can never be a part of that because I cannot <laughs> give up junk food. It is just crazy. Cater like a bunch of schools or something, oh, and then I like it. you get
5: it. Oh, mm-hmm. that I nice And that's my you. great news. <laughs> you
7: think they give you the whole, the whole
5: ton? Yeah. <laughs> all well... Funny, you should ask. They Thank they you for yeah. uh, Here's the thing. Um, Where do I put it? Whoever wins can decide if they want to play the long game and get their prize in sensible side dish portions until the dishes total two thousand pounds, or for those who relish the fire things all at once, you can get a bowl big enough to swim in.
3: So who's We're, getting that? Who's getting that?
5: that is- so this
3: is your first time dabbling in food.
5: Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. I I sent this article to Bean yesterday and said, hey, check this out. It's an article in Vulture on the director Joel Schumacher. You might remember him, a Batman Forever, mm-hmm. Lost Boys, St. Almost Fire. He's done so many movies. But some of the things he gets into in this very wide-ranging interview are really interesting. He didn't
0: hold much, much back.
5: No, he didn't. Uh, interview Andrew Goldman asked him. Have you ever guessed the number of partners you've had? And he responded, it would be in the double-digit thousands, but that's not unusual. And the interviewer then said, oh, like 2,000, 3,000, and Schumacher corrected him by clarifying, that's not double digits. Double digits. That's single digits. Mm -hmm. He then narrowed it down, probably like 10 or 20. Good for you. 1,000.
6: 10 to 20,000 is a pretty big range.
5: 1,000. Good Lord, sir. Um, but it's actually... How do they have to make movies? I don't know. Uh, it goes into great detail. Um, his thoughts on Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he called him psychotic. Mm. Um, his thoughts on Tommy Lee Jones and how mean Tommy Lee Jones was to Jim Carrey during the filming of Batman Forever. It goes into all of it. Mm-hmm. And his friendship with Woody Allen as well. His
7: ongoing friendship with Woody Allen.
5: Yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, it's a lot. It's and also, a lot MJ
7: was good to him. Michael Jackson was good to him, so he doesn't know what ha- happened you know, behind scenes, he said, right, too. Right, yeah. right.
5: Well, uh, which brings me to this story, um, which I always enjoy when celebrities stick up for their other celebrity friends. Instead of doing the right thing with a friend and calling them out on their BS... John Stamos has largely refrained from weighing in on Lori Laughlin's legal troubles. Um, but he's given the closest thing to a definitive statement on the matter to GQ in a new interview that was just published. He said, whatever happened, I'm pretty sure that the punishment is not equal to the crime. If there was a crime.
1: Whoa.
0: Hot take. Um, <laughs> her and her Canceled.
5: husband are accused of paying $500,000 to get their two daughters into USC by falsifying extracurricular activities.
0: But they were on the polo team or something, weren't they? Was it
5: water polo or I soccer think it was. or something? Or fencing. One Rolling. of them. Uh, they have pleaded not guilty to conspiracy to commit mail and wire fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and both face up to fifty or 40 years behind bars if convicted. Here's the thing. You know what they could have done? They could have done what a lot of the other parents did and gone, oh, God, I screwed up. Let me do a plea deal. Mm -hmm. But no, they pretty much laughed in the face of our justice system and were like, we're loaded. We're going (laughs) to get off. Everything's going to be fine. So, uh, I mean, just looking at the facts of the case, wouldn't you as a friend be like, she screwed up. She'll figure it out. I love her still. She's a good friend of mine. Right. But to say or whatever no com- happened. At
6: least no comment yeah, on that.
5: I'm pretty sure the punishment is not equal to the crime if there was a crime. Uh, is that? Wh- also, no punishment this yet. This is uncool, man. What we're still you, waiting. What yeah. are you doing? I don't like it is basically what I'm saying, you guys. I don't like it at all. Coming up, you guys. We're going to talk about. Fruit. Ne- fruit. Well, yeah, we should just get right to it because it's. It's going to be a lot.
7: I just can't hold back any longer. It's tearing apart the nation. Kevin keeps staring at me and doing the, like, cut your neck thing. That's weird. It's, it's weird. so crazy. Yeah. And
5: then when we catch him doing it, he accidentally stops like he didn't, like he do, didn't do, anything. do anything. It is creepy. Yeah. Let's do fruit. What's
7: up? And he's,
0: he's pointing at his eyes, then pointing at your
5: eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, right.
1: I,
7: I see you. And oh, I yeah. see he's mouthing fruit. <laughs> Fruit.
6: That's what you think I'm mouthing. Nobody's oh, no. mouthing. Mm-hmm.
5: No. Uh-oh. Thank you, Allie. <laughs> Some birthdays for you Dodgers, Chris Taylor, Carla Gugino, and Leah Michelle. And that's what's
3: Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
6: All right, so we've agreed. This is it. This is it. Okay. It's we've agreed time. there's no personal attacks. This is right? it? Jensen, no personal attacks.
5: I'm on there. go.
6: Allie? Oh, you would say that to the Jew, Kevin. <laughs> Allie, no personal attacks.
5: I mean, if one of you says something stupid, I'm going to tell <laughs> oh, you. Oh,
7: See, this is where it breaks apart. Okay,
5: okay sorry. No, no personal Bean? attacks.
0: Yes, no personal okay. attacks.
7: We Mr. got this... poopy pants.
0: <laughs> and by the way, there are some other ground rules that I need to ask before we go to Daniel <laughs> okay. who started this lively debate. And that is, there are is, we're talking about fruit, what's up, okay? There are some th- fruits that are commonly considered vegetables.
5: Okay, if you even say avocados and tomatoes are not allowed on this list, you are a fruit denier. Those uh, are fruits. Tomato, so you, when you say commonly confused with commonly a vegetable, confused. those are idiots that don't understand what got, a fruit and a vegetable is. We got is.
7: 35 seconds until Allie called someone <laughs> an idiot.
0: <I> mean, <laughs> right? come on. Um, don't you think most people consider tomatoes a vegetable?
5: And most people yes. would be wrong. What?
0: An avocado...
5: It's a fruit.
0: Uh, That's a fruit to be. Okay. Okay, fine. You
5: want to leave those two out?
0: No, no. I'm saying. No, no, no.
5: Leave them out. Leave them out. You don't have to. No, avocado just called. (laughs) It hates (laughs) you.
0: I'm not trying to step on your gown here. I'm just saying we need to discuss because tomatoes are technically fruits, but a lot of people think they're vegetables. All right. The other thing I want to ask is where are we? I know nuts are technically fruits, too. We're saying no nuts, but I want to ask for an exception for coconut, because coconut oh, like yeah, is—that's fine. I'll okay, because that's not like uh, asking for walnuts or something. No, right? no, no, so no. coconut is uh, is available. To
7: yeah, us, we'll right? allow it. And then yeah. also, where are we sitting on? Uh, did we come up with a conclusion on avocado tomato? It's a no.
5: Fine, we'll skip it. Okay, even though avocado should be number one.
7: Uh, I'm fine wow. to keep it in. What do you
0: think, Kevin? What I'm fine you... keeping it. in Let's as well. keep it in. Yep. Let's keep it in. Yeah, if yeah. people want to, if people want to use avocado and tomato, they can. All right. Let's go to Daniel. He's a Kevin Me listener who started this whole debate because of one he had. Stupid Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, you almost broke the show up, buddy. <laughs> I just want you to know that.
7: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm right, and you're all wrong. No, oh, It's this, on this garbage person.
0: All right, Daniel. Uh, you you listen to us from New York? Is that right? I do. Well, thank a long you for that. Long-time long fan him.
7: Appreciate <laughs> you so
0: much. All right, so you sent us a tweet a, a week ago or so that said, Fruit, what's up? Just had a lively debate with coworkers discussing our top five fruits. Tell us the conclusion that most of the office came to, Daniel.
3: Uh, so the majority of the office, um, also known
7: as those who are correct, I uh, decided that watermelon was the best
0: fruit. Asshole. Get off my phone. Uh, okay, anyway. watermelon's not in my top ten. No. Look, here's the thing, though. I love watermelon. Love it. Could eat yeah. it all day.
1: Uh-huh.
5: It's not the top five. You know why you could eat it all day? Because it's, it's lightly tasted water. Yeah, it is. like, oh, is that a Agreed. whisper of a flavor?
6: I love that, but uh-huh. it's not in the top five
5: no. at all. Come it is, on, Daniel. It's, 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 come it's, on. It's
7: the La Croix of fruit. You it's barely right. taste it. And Daniel, Why is I'm, it the best, Daniel. On a, on a hot summer day, there's nothing better than a nice piece of watermelon. If you go to a picnic and they have a
3: fruit platter, you're going to pick out the watermelon.
7: That. Not first, not first, Daniel. I wouldn't pick it first. And well, I'll also say this. Then. But wait, minute. I'd say wait. So you're.
0: It has to be a hot day now. Right, just Does beer, beer doesn't exist on a hot
7: day, Daniel. Good luck, Alaska.
0: And how often, this is another thing I would say, how often are you having watermelon? Because my guess is you're having it fewer than every other fruit that's in your top five. Less yeah, often different. than you than you have any other fruit.
1: Just like Christmas only happens once a
0: year. <laughs> wow. Oh, I see. Wow, a year I see. It
6: wouldn't
1: be as great.
6: All right, well, did okay. you uh, discuss top five, or did you only try to get number one? We got top five. We think, Well,
7: we didn't agree on the top five, but we okay. discussed top five. All right.
0: Okay. All right, these terrible people who picked watermelon, what else was in their top five, if you remember? Some people said, like, blueberries, which is just wrong. It's awful. Agreed. Blueberries are the worst. Uh, I like fruit.
6: blueberries as well, but it's not top five.
0: It's not top five. No.
6: No, It's no. A, it's a
0: runner-up fruit. Okay, go ahead. All right, what else? Um, cherries came up, which I agree with.
5: That's a lot of work for very little payoff. <laughs> oh.
0: Cherries is my number two. You guys, Ooh. I am very strong on cherries. It's Did my we... number one.
5: You are kidding me.
6: Whoa.
0: Cherries
1: one. Love cherries.
0: I love cherries too, and we love have them, them in the house almost
7: all the time. Another everything yeah. I eat buy at them all the day,
6: every day. Love cherry yep. pie. Love
7: everything. Cherry Coke. Everything having to do with cherry. I love. They seem like the sunflower seeds of fruit. Like it's a lot of work. <laughs> it
5: is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. To to oh, one it small must be thing. so tiring, tiring
7: a, for you guys a, to eat a cherry.
0: <laughs> it's, it's not a lot of work. You you literally put. It in your mouth and you just pull out just pull out the seed. It's a all lot you less do. work than say an orange for God's sake. Yes, well, orange isn't in my five. Orange so sucks. that makes sense. No, yeah, right.
6: You guys are commies. All right, so
0: cherry. Uh, Allie is cherry in your top five? No, that's not. We don't. We can't even agree on cherry. No, no. N- me neither.
7: Whoa. All right, Daniel. What else? Mm. All right, so I'm just going down my top five. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, grape. Uh, that's my number two. It that's my, my number
0: top five. five. Yeah, I've added a number five, Kevin. I don't have that in my top five,
1: but oh, I like it. Mm. Look,
6: here's the thing. I like almost all fruit. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. I eat fruit all the time. So all of these, like, grapes not in my top five, still love.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay.
6: Okay.
7: Fruit of the loom? Do you love fruit of the loom? I do, yes. <laughs> also, fruit
5: of my loins? Can I
7: Can I throw so out oh, okay. Can I throw out frozen grapes as a dessert? Love.
5: Ooh, like Ooh that. that does add.
7: That, that Ooh. does that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Daniel.
0: All right, so so far we don't have a single fruit that's in everybody's top five. All right, what's the next one, Daniel? Uh, number four. Pineapple.
5: Number one, baby. number, number, one, one. number, number baby. one, That's my number, number three. One.
6: You're number one, two Bean? Yes, my number, number one, three. Pineapple. Same, my number, Same one. number one. Okay.
5: Yeah. Wow. Nice. My number one. Congrats, everyone. All so, right. The we agree- is over. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Are we
6: agreeing on pineapple as number one, then? Oh, it's definitely the show's well, number Daniel's one. Daniel's not. Okay. Daniel, you have one more, right? I have one more.
7: Okay. All right. <clears throat> and only because it's funny. Mango number five. Oh, my God. Can we file a caller? Yes, we can. We've done it before. File it. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. I will say that mango is my number four, but I may have made it five had I known the pun.
1: Mango number five, you
6: guys. He now loves that because of the pun.
1: That's
7: fantastic. All right,
6: Daniel. So you just pretty much threw a Molotov cocktail in here, and you're going to yeah, hang yeah. And Now we're going to have to deal
0: with the fallout. Yeah, thanks a lot, Election Day 2060. We appreciate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Listen to the podcast later if you're not streaming right now, because we're going to discuss further, okay?
7: Uh, one more thing, though. Um, this is Hulk Hogan, by the way. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so nice. So but, but also watermelon. So I'm sorry. Yeah, that so, cancels yeah. each other out. Up and down. Bye, Daniel. Uh, I want to say that uh, avocado is my three- Hang uh, on, Judson. we okay. got to take a break because right. we're going
0: to include some phone calls as well because I know that people are, have very strong thoughts on this. Okay. And then we'll reveal the rest in our top five. Melon's my five. Bye, guys. What <laughs> eight- melon, <laughs> melon blows melon. I want
5: melon nowhere near anything. Melon's <laughs> the first thing I take out of a fruit salad. I'm with the lady. And, like, and by the way, cantaloupe, the too.
0: Cantaloupe can <laughs> eat, Cantalobe too, by the way. Cantaloupe can
5: suck it. I
0: agree, yes. 1-800-520-1067. Why are starting a
5: fire, Allie?
7: <laughs> fruit,
0: what's up? We'll take your calls next on K-Rock.
3: Kevin and Bean.
0: On K-Rock. K-Rock.
6: Let's take one phone call. Where do we go? Do we want to go, Jeff?
0: Yeah, let's go to Jeff Maltadini. We're doing Fruit, What's Up? We haven't revealed our top five yet, but most of us agree that pineapple is number one.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We had a listener that started this controversy putting watermelon at number one. Nonsense. Which which is complete nonsense. Jeff, you wanted to weigh in on Fruit, What's Up? What's happening?
3: Hey, guys. uh, The pineapple is a fine fruit, but
6: the cherimoya is fantastic. What's a cherimoya?
0: I would describe it as a mix, the taste of a guava and a pineapple, and it's delicious. It's a tropical fruit. Mark Twain, his head,
7: was quoted as saying, it's the best fruit ever. Well, that's
0: where I went for my list. Mark Twain. <laughs> the it, fruit specialist. It, Mark yes. Twain. Where in the it, world can you get it? I mean, I certainly have never seen uh, one. It anyway, it's a little hard to find. uh, mm. a rouse, uh and it And if I really quickly, that's the problem with it. I think uh, I'm
7: going to uh, say so. denied. Too is, much problem. This is like someone calling it and being like, Revolver is the Beatles' best album. <laughs> like, this is a <laughs> very okay, obscure you know fruit. It's not my fault you guys are uneducated on all the <laughs> And by the
6: way, oh on that God. note, hold on. I'm on a rant here. <laughs> Anything
0: that you can dip ranch dressing in and have it taste good is not a fruit.
1: Not okay?
7: wrong. He's not wrong about that,
0: that includes avocados and tomatoes. Hmm. Whoa. These wow. You got a lot of okay. strong fruit opinions. Uh, Jeff,
5: let's be honest. If you're dipping avocado in ranch, you've got bigger problems. <laughs> that is and true. And you <laughs> can take your cherimoya and shove it up your ass. <laughs> Jesus. I don't right. think oh,
6: you, how, you didn't. How are we doing on no attacks? <laughs> All right, Jeff.
0: <laughs> thank you for the call. We appreciate it. By the way, getting a lot of reaction on uh, Twitter, Hispanic at the Disco wants to know how Kevin's favorite fruit is not Fruit Loops. Great uh, question. Native mm-hmm. California wants to know how much of the fruit Kevin eats is chocolate covered. We oh, haven't asked so. that. Not yet either. Good one. She's singing
7: now, B.
5: Ah. Yeah, we should let her. Let
0: her go. The Kevin and Bean Show. How do you guys think we're
6: doing on no personal attacks? Huh? I mean,
7: okay. let's stay true. Like, let's stay true to it. Let's try to. <laughs> yeah. I actually
5: just responded on Twitter to somebody that said, uh, "When has avocado ever been included in a fruit salad?" So I responded to Jeff and I said the topic isn't fruit salad. What's up? Keep up, a hole.
0: <laughs> Allie's
5: <laughs> so having the most good. difficult
0: time here with the rules. <laughs> yeah, she's taking it very personally. Uh, <laughs> all right, fruit. What's up? Is the topic one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Let's go to Florida and say hi to Luke, please. He is waiting on line two to join the conversation. Hey, Luke. How are you, man? First of all, how dare all of you?
6: Oh, God. Oh, starting. wow. Starting like this? Don't even start.
7: Coming in hot. We don't even know what you're complaining about yet. <laughs> and also, you're from Florida. How much of this can we actually take serious? Uh, Florida's the best, guys. Come on. Okay. No, we would all right. Have, we <laughs> He's right. We would have win no that content. one. Yeah. You win that one. Okay. All right. What, what,
0: uh, what is your, what's your discrepancy with what we've talked about with fruit so far?
5: Not only that
6: you guys put pineapple at number one, but that you put it in the top five at all.
7: Crazy. And what is your problem with pineapple? You should be deported. Whoa. Sorry. Sorry.
6: Look at the pineapple. Nature is telling you to stay away. It's telling you pineapple is awful, that you shouldn't even go anywhere near it because it tries to kill you when you touch it.
0: (laughs) I don't hate <laughs> that argument. Okay. You know what? That's a good point. <laughs> that's a point. Okay. <laughs> All right. I
6: love pineapple, but
7: I'm going to accept that argument. I would like to object, but cannot. But,
0: and, and I will say, and also in Luke's defense, if we had to strip a pineapple to get to the fruit inside, I don't think any of us would bother. I really, it is well, a lot of work.
6: But here's what I will say, Luke, and that's that I had it in my top five. Allie had it in my top five. Jensen had top mm-hmm. five. Bean had top five. Yeah. So, denied. Well, All yeah, right, what's your
0: awesome. what's your number one, Luke?
3: Voted for Trump, Kevin. You know, i wanna
0: kill you.
7: Pineapple what? with a Trump of fruits. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number one, Luke?
0: Strawberry,
7: without a doubt. You know what? Not a bad number one. Strawberries uh, not in my fine. Not in my top five. And also not in your top. Not in my top five. Or me. Or, or me. me. What?
5: No. None of the three of nope. you had strawberry in your no. top five. Nope. If I'm going like a berry, I'm gonna go raspberry or boysenberry over I a strawberry. I want you to die. I think that's rude. <laughs> yes. Okay. It is. What? What look in the grave listen so <laughs> got your back no matter what
3: you what you need you want some chocolate hey strawberries there do you want a drink Hey, the daiquiri's got your back, man.
6: Strawberry is there no matter what, you know what? food you're in. I gotta Luke, tell ya, Luke just
5: turned me around.
6: I got to tell you, Florida's winning
0: me over. Luke is a lawyer. <laughs> wow.
6: Opinion,
5: Luke, yeah. Luke has very persuasive arguments. <laughs> very good.
0: <laughs> He's not just mouthing off, man. He's got
6: some
5: packing up. All right, yeah. maybe hey, this by is... by the way,
7: guys, I'm, I'm about to die in a hurricane, so if you could send me some money, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, well... Uh, oh, yeah,
5: good luck with Dorian. We'll send
7: you bags of strawberries. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Luke. <laughs> good luck Listen, with Dorian. Listen, you hurricane.
5: guys, maybe this has turned us around. We can be nice to people now. We don't need to okay. yell at them. All right. Because he surprised us Absolutely. a little. Absolutely. Let's be better. All right. Let's give me all some, try. Give me some honey, please,
0: in Granada Hills. Line four. Yes. Good morning.
5: Good morning.
7: How about apricot? Oh, oh my God. God, God it's
5: like eating a hairy little ear. That you is,
7: can suck it. That is disgusting. It's a hairy little yeah. ear. Hey, it's a know, hairy it's on, little You're ears. you got to respect that. I, one. Listen, I, 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 be, I, someone who kisses me is basically eating an apricot, is what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's bad news. And that's not good. And, right. and Ani, I want to say this too, and I'm trying. I'll be as respectful as I can, but why don't you yank me, loser? <laughs> wow. All
1: right, Ani, thank sorry for the call. you for
0: Let's do. Uh, <laughs> let's do one more, and then we got to get into our list. Uh, let's make it Daniel. He's on line three. He's calling about a fruit we we barely mentioned. Oh, wow.
7: Daniel. Hey, good morning, guys. So, yeah, uh, first of all, with Florida, man. You're um, with Florida, pineapple man. Sucks. Okay. Yeah, oh, pineapple suck. Okay. pineapple suck. Okay, so you're Daniel.
6: wrong. So you're already um, wrong. What is Filed? happening? I
0: don't, even, I don't even recognize this country anymore.
7: All right, what's Especially your number one? because I'm a pizza lover, it cannot be My number one, the oranges. I know you guys kind of just threw it away, but oranges
6: are... Effing good. That, that's in my mm-hmm. top five. Or not in, or nine. Not are in my
7: mine. top Not five. in mine. Wow, you guys are all wrong. But I do mine. like the Ed Sheeran of oranges, the little, uh, oh, the little cuties. Mandarin or the whatever mandarins. those are. Yeah, those are cute. Man, yeah. I do like those.
0: Where are you guys on tangerines?
7: Not in my top yeah. Not in my top five. Not in my top five. be ridiculous. But, not yeah. Whoa, so <laughs>
0: oranges Look, that much better than tangerines. Tangerines are cute. Okay, that's it.
6: Okay. They're not a serious fruit.
0: All right, we will allow it, Daniel. Thank you for the call. All right, real quick, let's go around the room. Here's my top five. Number five, grapes. Sure. Number four, apples. No apple. No apple. No apple. It's, no, it's not a favorite. Get yourself a delicious Honeycrisp, and it'll change your mind. Number three, coconut. I can't believe I'm gonna. Might be the only. Wow. Coconut might be my
7: last on the list. Literally. Number two, the worst.
0: Cherries and number one, pineapple. That's me. How all about right. you, Allie? What do you got?
5: Uh, number five, I've got grapes. Okay,
0: okay. you give me both. All right.
5: Number four, give me a nectarine.
0: Nectarine.
5: What yeah. kind of... What? Give me a nectarine, bitch. Nonsense.
0: Uh, all, all other fruits don't exist. I got uh, it. Now.
5: Number three. Yeah, it's hairy, but you cut it and then you scoop it out with the spoon.
7: Oh. Give me a kiwi. That's oh. that's a nice, nice... Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Oh!
5: Kiwi. I love, wow. <laughs> uh, number two <gasps> is an avocado. Yep. And number one is pineapple.
7: Okay. All right. Jensen. Uh, five melon, four mango, three avocado, two grapes, one, the pineapple.
5: Okay, everything but melon is good. Melon and mango, man. What's wrong with you? Man- melon mean, melon mango is
7: man- Mango is chef's kiss. And uh, melon... Melon
5: is filler. Melon's like all the stuff you put in a fruit salad because you're like, right. oh, I need more. It,
0: because <laughs> yes, you're too cheap to put good fruit in yes.
5: a fruit salad, you put melon. Melon all right, and cantaloupe can you, die.
6: You right. close it down, I'm going to give you the final list. This is it. This no, is science. No,
5: this is your list. This is science. This is your list. <laughs> it's
6: been scientifically tested. Number five is bananas. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is... Wait. Really? Yes. Bananas? Uh, yes. Number four is oranges.
5: <laughs> Number oh three my God
6: is pineapple. You it's are...
5: like you you went to a webpage and said, show me fruit. This
6: is the most basic no. bitch list. Yes, it about. is. I'm not saying it isn't. Yeah. I've never claimed to have taste. I'm okay. just saying okay. these are my favorite topics. Okay. 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 Bananas, oranges, pineapple. Number
7: two is strawberry. Number okay. one is cherries. Boom, bitch! It's like you just read a menu at Jamba Juice. This isn't even... You didn't uh,
5: even
6: go on a... I need to go little... to Jamba Juice so
7: bad You're right like now. you like
5: a four-year-old that's looking at a little book, and the mom's like, <laughs> what is this? Cherry. A is for apple. What is this one? That's a banana. B is for banana. That's it, Kevin. You're a but, child. But we're
0: being respectful, right, Allie? Yes. <laughs> in the most respectful way. Yes. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, KROQ.
6: What's so funny? Allie just I... is surprised by everything today. She's I... like, oh, we're on the air? No,
5: I moved my oh, light. Okay. Again. Oh, I had to bring a lamp, a little lamp that I attached to my computer because people keep moving the lights around in the studio. I love it. Kevin Kevin Klein, mm-hmm. and it's got a little like black arm on it. Mm-hmm. So I always I move black. it right before the segment. And then sometimes in my brain, I think that's the mic. So I was about to start the whole segment with the mic all the way over the that side. That would have been great. I apologize mm. you this guys. This radio person is the whole problem. I agree.
0: Ali has gone bye bye. I agree. Although we do have time for one more oh, what's happening here on the camera. Newer,
5: newer drop. Is that a drop or is that I don't know what you're
0: talking about. It's a drop.
5: Bean. (laughs) You stinker. I enjoyed it. Hey, we were talking uh, right before we came back on about um, the BMAs, which were on, what, Sunday night? Monday night? Whenever they were. Yeah, whenever. And we were all discussing, wouldn't it be awesome... If John Travolta, when he went to give Taylor Swift her trophy, but instead, like, gave it, um, was about to give it to a um, drag lookalike, J. Jolie, that wouldn't it be awesome if that was just him joking around? Like, how great and clever would that be? Oh, that would be very clever. It wasn't. Um, Clever, Because he really thought that was Taylor.
6: Oh, Oh, there's no question. Like, I watched it. I was like, oh, he's really handing it to someone else.
5: He he should stop
7: doing award shows. uh, He really should. He
6: made a
5: joke
7: about it beforehand and then still screwed it up. Just don't go.
5: Yeah. Taylor wasn't even on the stage. Correct. She was walking up to the stage. She wasn't even there. So you all remember 2014, uh, the Oscars. He mistakenly introduced Adina Menzel as Adele Dazeem. And right. people were like, we have no idea how you even came up because with that name. Because he
6: kept saying, oh, I love her. She's my friend. I love her. Friend. She's yeah. my favorite.
5: She's a boop, 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 However, he worded it. It was yeah. so bizarre. <laughs> Do you have the whole thing?
6: I don't. I just oh. have.
5: Just the sing-songy way before it just made me laugh so hard. So when I saw that he had tried to give Taylor's uh, Little Moon Man to what looked like a look-alike of Taylor, I thought to myself... Oh, that's brilliant. Good right. for him. He's making He's fun of himself. He's being funny. Nope. Uh, one of the people on stage said uh, to Jerry O yesterday on the Jerry O show, Todrick Hall. Hollywood, who, the
0: treasure, um, Jerry O. You
5: are so right. Uh, he wound up telling him. Oh no! I I looked over. He was so confident that it was her, and I loved it. He said, "I saw it." We all talked about it backstage. Taylor thought it was hilarious. Everyone knows that Jade is the Taylor Swift doppelganger, so I think that is the biggest and highest compliment he could have paid her. I Which mean, is- it's
6: not just it's not just that she wasn't on stage yet. She right. was making a big ruckus in the audience. Yeah. Everybody was yeah. hugging, was
0: hugging and near celebrating.
5: The same. She was celebrating nowhere like- near it.
0: No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a step further and say, even in the heat of the moment and being busy and on TV, I feel like you should recognize Taylor Swift at this point,
7: or know that she wouldn't be
0: on the stage. Right, I mean, that's point. even just
7: both. normal Hollywood showbiz stuff, man.
5: I enjoy him.
7: Well, I listen. <laughs> I'm gonna be first in line to see that Fred Durst movie. 100. So <laughs> <100%. 100%. laughs>
5: percent Do we have the sing song? I think you... we have a little oh, love excellent. clip. Excellent.
3: The wickedly talented one and only Adele
1: Oh, at He's such a bizarre.
6: I read pickle. an
0: interview with him this morning. Is he straight crazy? No, he's okay. not straight crazy. I mean he's crazy maybe not he, the other thing. He says that he gets <laughs> Jensen
5: Carpenter took all of us like a breath.
0: <laughs> he um, he says that he has entered the phase of his career where he is in the I don't give an f anymore. Yeah. And he's going to do whatever movie he likes. He doesn't Good. care whether it's Good popular. For him. He doesn't care whether anyone goes to see it. At this point, he just wants to make him, uh, he wants it to be fun for him. And he well, ditched the wig. I
5: was going to say, that's yeah. the greatest thing. The fact yes. that he's like, listen, I don't want to do this anymore. So he just has his shaved head. Yeah. Thank God you were fooling no one, sir. No one. Yeah. God bless him.
0: He also wickedly said wickedly talented, <laughs> one and only do he also credits being in a pit video to making him decide to stop with the wig. Because he thought it looked so good on on Pitbull that he decided that he would be fine being bald.
7: Burying by. the lead, though, where's this John Travolta Pitbull video? <laughs>
5: right? Wait, are you saying he was in a video yes. with Pitbull or yes. he was watching no. one? No, he
7: said he was in a video.
5: <laughs> I was watching
7: a Pitbull video and, and I, I said, it looks good." <laughs> <great." laughs>
5: that's what I thought. I'm like, that's so bizarre. But even more bizarre that he's in one. We need to find that I'm video it now. immediately. Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! Immediately, guys. Uh, you...
0: John Travolta returns to the dance floor in a new Pitbull music
7: video. Oh, well, this is brand new. This oh. is for
0: three to Tango is the new song. Sure. from Pitbull. I bet it's going to be great. John Travolta is in it. Do you think well, he says
7: Mister Worldwide in it? I hope so.
5: The guy can dance. Man. Mm-hmm.
0: Guy can dance. I love it.
5: Um, you guys know my my feelings about hiking. Mm-hmm.
6: Yes. Oh, yeah. You You'd love it because you're afraid you'll get murdered.
5: I uh, I don't love it don't because love it. that's that's where you go. When somebody, like when a guy says, oh, you want to go hiking? He's going to murder you. He will kill you. It's just what happens. Dateline, it's always cruises and hiking. So when I saw this headline, I was like, well, I'm definitely not going hiking. Because there's a lot of dangers that come into play when hiking. But you don't likely think of poop. The National Park Service recently posted on Facebook that rolling balls of poo are being pushed around by a type of dung beetle in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. I'm going to in my divey. They're <laughs> warning you to watch out for balls of poop as you're hiking. Who's with me? No one. Hiking's awful. No one should do it. How is that not the
0: day of the next Will Ferrell movie?
5: <laughs> balls of poop? Yeah. yeah. I pooped in a shoe on YouTube. Bean, you're moving to England. Okay, honestly, (laughs) I can't with you. Um, Here's here's the thing about British people. I love when they survey British people because a restaurant group spoke to 2,000 UK adults and found that the average adult experiences an urge to eat things like chocolate, potato chips, and cheese four times a day in England. Mm. But here's where England and I think America is different. 40% admitted that they give in to half of their unhealthy cravings. So if you're in England, at least in L.A., if you want chips or if you want cheese, you're like, no, I live in L.A. I have to look emaciated. But in England, you're like, I'm doing it. We're fatties. Or are you just happy?
1: Mm,
2: Good question.
5: Which one is it, you guys?
2: Sugar activates the opiate receptors in your brain. People can't resist it. That's why women eat so much chocolate on their periods.
5: Mm. Right point, sir. <laughs> Thank
2: you, sir, for that wow. insightful comment.
0: <laughs> what is happening? I don't know how that played into it at all. Hey, I just,
5: you <laughs> hear you hear that sound and you run out because there's a there's a truck a food truck outside. <laughs> Isn't that what you is that what you were going for? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's going on right now, and it's. <laughs> See, I hear that, and I know there's a food truck, and I'm going out, and I'm going to go get a delicious burrito.
6: That's nonsense.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That's an old timey car. Do the (laughs) ahuga.
1: You guys, a lot of horns. (laughs) Remember the Vuvuzela times? (laughs) Yeah.
7: All right. you guys this guy's got 30 years of drops man we're just he, he just types horns in horns now. and it says 300 please
5: we uh we're just playing horn sounds uh, now that's where we're
7: at
6: that's
5: where we're at yes <laughs> that is where we're it's at what
6: so we're doing adorable. right
7: now
5: alright uh
6: people ask us the, se- the secret to our success
7: <laughs> and may you answer
6: horns <laughs> good
5: lord <laughs> Real weird. Some uh, birthdays for you. Stop it.
6: Stop it right now.
5: Lee Michelle, Carla Cucino Chris Taylor from the Dodgers, and that's what's happening.
3: Mugs, what are you doing? Where are you going to be? You guys, this is the last week you can stop into any SoCal Hot Topic location, pick up your new K-Rock Billie Eilish sticker, enter yourself to win the private performance with Billie, a meet and greet for you and a friend, a 2019 Honda Fit, and today is my final sticker stop at my... <laughs> Yes, at my childhood <laughs> mall, the mall, when I was a, at a pre-pubescent age, I saw Jensen Carp's Beautiful Bride, and I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, I just saw Topanga How, at um, the Topanga Mall. Yeah. It's Very meta. And it is meta. Th- yeah. And that's where i Also a hell of a story.
5: It's yeah. a, I told <laughs> Danielle <laughs> that story he when did. I met her he at so
7: Acoustic Christmas. You hear, do you hear that story from a bunch of people? Uh- Is that that, fairly common? I think when we, because we go a lot, and also you might see a special guest today at the Topanga Plaza uh, appearance of (gasps) Beer Mug. But when I do go, I do think people look at us and they're like... (gasps) That doesn't make sense. Like, I think people immediately are like, did she get named after the mall? Does she live here? <laughs> it was crazy. It was inception.
3: Uh, and that address is 6600 Topanga Canyon Boulevard in Canoga Park. I will be there from 1 to 3 p.m. I'll have tickets to some 41 at the Palladium. More Hot Topic gift cards, more t shirts, more fun. Come by, say hi. I special am guest. Special guest. Two special guests and a half, I think. I love it. Oh, oh,
7: possibly. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also the NGA in front of Topanga, at the parking spot. <laughs> Remember, it's still there, and they made up some Native American excuse as to why they did it. <laughs> Love it.
5: Keep it a hundred.
7: All
6: right, thank you. A five PM commercial free hour with Striker and Klein is happening, thanks to a random act of helpfulness from these SoCal helpful Honda dealers. There's no, <laughs> there's no National Cover Song Day. No, that's shocking to me. Which is, there's a day for everything, and most yeah. of it's nonsense. Yeah. So we've decided that either. What is it? The 30th of August mm-hmm. or the first fr- or the last Friday before Labor Day? We haven't decided yet. We're, we're going to work it out. We're starting it. <laughs> we're going to start National Cover Song Day. Hey, so, this is year 3, man. Right? I like it. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow morning on the Kevin and Bean show, all cover songs. Plus, Keep it 100 tomorrow.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean show.
2: Kevin and Bean. New Kevin and Bean theme by The Lonely Island. They're going to play it every day
3: from now on. Contractually bound to play it every day. And they will get sued if they don't. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.